Hello everyone, welcome to the Gorilla Juice Cast, your number one source for Jersey Shore related discussion. My name is Sam and getting creepy with me today is Jared. Hello. And Jackson. Uh, hello everyone. Alright, we got a, we got ourselves an episode today, boys. Yeah, what's this one yeah. called? Uh, girls Like That. Girls Like That? Is it girls like, like that? I, I don't know. Do they like that? Is they it don't refer- like, there's a lot of really creepy shit that happens in this episode, so I'm going to guess that they don't like it. Yeah, Mike is doing a lot of testing the waters of, do, do girls like that when I do yeah. this? Uh-huh. I don't think he cares about the answers that he's getting, though. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on in this. Mike is uh, being peak rapey in this, I oh think. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Charge him. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. What? Throw him yeah. in the slammer. I wish. Man. I don't know. I feel like the exit of Angelina mm-hmm. has created a void to where everyone like is like, okay, so where's our like group dynamics? Where are we at? Yeah. What are we? What? How am I supposed to be to make this fucking thing work? Yeah, it's throwing everything off balance because everyone seems like way off in this episode. It's like a wobbly wheel that's about to break off the fucking axle. Uh, so the, the producers tossed Mike a bag of cocaine mm-hmm. and said, hey, can you make it a little more interesting? And he's like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> With this, I think uh, we're in business. <laughs> I'll take the bag the producers gave me. <laughs> I'll take the bag I already have. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like fucking Tasmanian devil for the rest of the episode. Blah, 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 blah. It's not, uh-huh. That's not far off. If I put on these sunglasses, nobody will fucking know. Uh-huh. He does have, he's got the liar shades that Angelina used to wear. He inherited them. Once she left the show, the, like, the demon that was possessing her has gone into Mike. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Highlander. Yes. Except people get shittier the more powers they get. Hopefully he's, uh, he's cured of it. I don't want to see this Mike for too much longer, yeah. but let, just to kind of get into the episode right we start off with mike and Polly. i think it's like six in the morning and they decide to get rid of all of angelina's stuff like her bed frame from yeah. the room like stuff that's not actually hers it's like the stuff that the homeowner owns yeah. correct they were there before they even showed up yeah the beds were but they're gonna take the bed out and but they just i uh, this was very frustrating to watch. There are so many ways this could have been handled. Yeah. Yeah. They literally, they take the mattress off the frame and then try to jam the frame down the hallway without disassembling anything. I will say I am proud of them for taking the mattress off the frame before <laughs> trying to take the frame out of the doorway. You'd think that it would have been that they were just that like stupid. Yeah. Polly just looks at Mike. You think we could get it all in one go? Huh? <laughs> Mike's like, yeah. Also, those like mattresses are like very thin, and they're on those slats. Mm-hmm. Oh, when they pulled the mattress off, the some of the slats were broke, and Mike was like, "Look, Angelina fucking broke the bed." 
Mike or Polly? I can't remember yeah, which one noticed one of it. Them. They made a. They were like, "She's so fat, she broke the slat." Uh, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, they shouldn't slat shame her like that. You shouldn't. You look at those beds funny, and the fucking slats break on them. So, yeah. uh-huh. I wouldn't even be able to sleep on something like that. They'd be like, "Hey, you got steel slats? <laughs> Heavy fucking duty." An old school like futon couch. I'm fucking sleeping in my Iron Maiden. Yeah, <laughs> they broke the bed. They just like folded it. <laughs> like a piece of paper and then mike sat on it and then it just snapped all the little hinges very cool i did want to confirm with you it wasn't supposed to do that no yeah. it broke <laughs> um it kind of gave me like a less impressive version of you know in movies when like superman doesn't know he's super strong but he's starting to figure it out and he keeps yeah. fucking kills a bunch of people he ends up crunching all the door handles like coke cans yeah mm-hmm. I feel like they're like, oh, yeah, let's get this bed out of here. And they just, and it's just in half. And they're like, whoa, whoa. You got to have more control than that, boys. Yeah. Well, after that, they they find some of her shoes because Angelina didn't pack everything. And then they go outside and they throw them like up over the privacy fence and then hit a car. Allegedly. I don't know. They might have added that in in a post. He did mention someone's Ferrari. So Paulie mentioned a car. So maybe they man maybe they just heard the noise and then they added the beeping in and post maybe I don't know oh if some douchebags fucking threw shit into the street from their private place yeah and hit my Ferrari with it oh my god you'd be in there pulling fucking Polly's <laughs> hair out uh huh <laughs> whoops running a siege against their castle walls to try to get <sighs> in there like you motherfuckers storm the gates. Gotta get my fucking castle siege cocaine out. Yeah. Make you invincible. I mean, I don't know. The move out stuff, They, I think they highlighted it in the last episode, like Stinger. And then it's like they glossed over it in like maybe a minute. Yeah. Of like getting all of her shit out. And then they have a celebratory dinner, which is a literal recreation of something that happened in season one. Because I think after Angelina left in season one... They went out and bought live lobsters. Snooki had an issue with it and tried to save one. Except for, I think, in season one, she tried to hide it in the hot tub while it was on. (laughs) (laughs) It was in the toilet, and Ronnie accidentally took a dump on it. Yeah. In this one, she Uh, tortures it. Poor lobster. Yeah. by She tortures it by putting it in a bowl of fresh water, which uh, killed the lobster very slowly as opposed to tossing it into a boiling pot, which would have killed it almost instantaneously. Mm. So, you know, good on you, Snooky. You uh, lived long enough to become the villain, I guess. Yeah. Remember when she said she was going to be a vet tech? Yeah. She ruined <laughs> all of her career chances. Dogs and fish are different, okay? Uh-huh. Like a poor dog that's, like, dying of a terminal disease, and the vet's like, we need to put this thing down so it doesn't have to live in pain. And Snooky's like... I'm going to take it on a on a walk so I can save it. And the dog's like crippled with arthritis. Uh-huh. Just awful. Snooki's like, she's got a heart of gold. uh, Or sorry, a heart of aluminum. And, uh, you know, she's just trying, I guess. <laughs> Your dog's not going to make it for much longer. I'm sorry. We're going to have to flush him. <laughs> Jesus. He's going to be yeah. alligator meat in no time. I will I will say that Polly. <laughs> Paulie was like, listen, Snooky, you fucking idiot. You're torturing that lobster. We would have killed it quicker. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm on Paulie's side for this one time. And then he started screaming, oh, yeah. And then I got really angry. Yeah. And then Snooky yeah. went, wah. And then she crab walked out of the bedroom. Yeah. 
with her hands like pincers. Do you think Polly's just lifting that oh yeah bit from Shrek? He's like, ah, oh, I need something fucking from Cat in the Hat, the live action one with Mike. It was Myers. in Shrek too. Oh, Mike, Mike Myers has one thing. I thought he, I thought he did that in Shrek as well. Yeah, he did it in Lost yeah. in Powers too. He does it in everything. Oh, just the oh yeah, like yeah. that fucking thing. Uh huh. Is okay. So I have a question. Mike Myers is a Canadian. <laughs> yes. He acts as a Scotsman. Uh huh. Yes. A lot of stuff uh, as British and some stuff. Is that appropriating? Canada was settled by the British. Okay. And they have a lot of, like, they have the queen on their money and stuff in some places. They have a lot of French connections. They have a lot of French connections, so... If he plays be... a Scotsman, it's okay because of the French connection? Well, yes. I think his parents were immigrants, I thought. Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm just asking, because I've, I've noticed that, like, his thing is that he's always a... Uh, I feel like, like that's a just Scottish a... Scottish person. Yeah, that's just an impression, I guess, that he yeah. does all the time. That is that that is crazy. He does that in everything. Christian yeah. Bale does a American accent in all of his movies. I don't know if that's the same thing. Why is that not the same thing? Mm. Because it's like you're doing a extremely exaggerated version of it on purpose in all of your things versus trying to. Yeah, it. American Psycho. That wasn't exaggerated. I mean, he was playing a psychotic person. Yeah. So yeah, it's it fat was. bastard psychotic Sam. <laughs> Hey guys, I'll, I'll, I gotta I gotta go return some tapes. <laughs> I just want to get out of this. Uh-huh. Did he return my my Jersey Shore VHS tapes? Yeah, <laughs> fat bastard wasn't the good guy. Uh huh. He's uh, he, just he went to eat the baby. He went on a hero's journey. He did a turn, and he ended up losing all the weight. So yeah, I guess. I mean, that makes uh, you know. Now he's just normal bastard. He, he he went from evil fat man to righteous skinny man. Yeah. Just like Jared Fogle. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a lot of comparisons there. All right. We are way out in the wilderness, guys. Yeah. Got to reel that back in. Um, Sammy's all alone in the house. After Angelina leaves, Sammy is the only one who's upset by yes. it. Because Angelina and Sammy, they had been talking business. And... uh. They're, they were they had like a like a relationship a little bit and now Sammy has nothing all she has is going up Ronnie's ass yeah or whatever she said where it's warm and dark and safe yeah mm, like a chimney sweep <laughs> just like Dick Van Dyke <laughs> she fucking flicks her nose and up she goes <laughs> she's like Santa Claus <laughs> <laughs> was Mary Poppins the, was that Dick Van Dyke in that yeah yes okay is he dead I think Okay. Uh, Did he die recently? Uh, I thought he was still alive. I've seen him. <laughs> I've seen him in things. Sam's seen him around. I've seen him. <laughs> oh, you mean Uncle Dick? Yeah. Rule of thumb, since this uh, podcast is going to exist in the future, anytime we, when we say, is that person's dead? Let's just say they are. Yeah, that's a good Because the majority of the people in the future, in the year 3000. This is an evergreen show. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was born in 1925 in West Plains, Missouri. So he's 95. He is still alive. Uh, Yeah, so Sammy is all alone, and she wants to approach Snooky and JWoww and just kind of have like a, a little sit-down conversation about, uh, you know, maybe patching some stuff over. I don't and, know if she wants to approach them. It's Snooky's idea. Oh, was it? Yeah, she's just I, like, okay, well, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do now that Angelina's gone. But then later, Snooky is the one who approaches Sammy. 
Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because then JWoww didn't. She was going to. She came out and just plopped down in those gigantic sneakers. Yes. Well, but this. Okay. So this is all contrasted. So Stooky and JWoww are outside. And the. Uh, Polly, Mike, and Vinny all hop in the hot tub. And mm. JWoww's like, that's super gay. <laughs> uh, again, some uh, homosexual vibes in that hot tub. Three Did dudes. You, have, have either of you seen is what's that? J, is what JWoww said. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Man, it did crack me up how they kept cutting in them, like playing with a beach ball and shit, just having mm. a blast. In that tiny hot tub. Yeah, I don't know. I just It, it kind of gave me, uh, you know, like in Zoolander when they're having the gasoline fight? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of reminded me of that, or like in Top Gun when they're uh, having the they're playing volleyball. Fight. Yeah, yeah, when they're having a jet fuel fight in Top Gun. Yeah, and then all those steel beams melt, and all their hair falls out. Yeah, but yeah. So like Snooky and Sammy talk, and then Jay Wow shows up with the huge uh, sneakers on. Ah, uh-huh. like a fucking I'm guessing King- they're Kingdom Hearts character, like a Kingdom Hearts character. They look like uh, those like Osiris shoes. I think that's what they're called. Oh, I remember those. They were is like, that what they're like called? Eight, they're like eight feet tall. They were like super high tops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they like they were very bright and colorful. Yes, I think they're Osiris. Yep. Is that an Overwatch character? Osiris. Is it Orissa? Orissa. That's it. Yeah. So I think that the shoes are called Osiris because that's Osiris is Egyptian. Yes. It's weird. They're skater shoes, but they're made out of like vinyl plastic. Yeah, they're, they're very hideous. shiny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which I have seen JWoww wear another pair of those at some point in this show, but she was wearing. Do you remember the the shoes that were called snowshoes that Stevo uh, from Jackass backed? No, he had a he had these shoes that he backed. I think he was like on the board of directors for the snowshoe company. Maybe what a fun board of directors meeting that would have been. Yeah, it's like him jumping in a trash can and then like, all right, guys. Yeah, I, I'm gonna dump my nuts in this hot sauce. <laughs> it's not gonna do anything, I don't think. Well, it it will. Well, yeah. Have you like ever gotten hot sauce on your skin? It burns, Mister Stevo. It hasn't. I don't know. Maybe in the more sensitive spots, I'd imagine. Yeah. That's a that's a sensitive spot, I guess. I eat with my hands, and <laughs> I haven't. Uh, <laughs> I haven't got any hot sauce burns. Yeah, fucking Bohemian Jackson eating with his mm. fingers. I mean, like, chicken wings is, like, fine because your fingers are, like, made to be, like, interactive. But if you, like, spill, like, hot sauce, like, on your on your arm or something, you'd, you'd feel it. Okay. Like your Frank's Red Hot? Yeah. I'm not a uh, hot foods guy in really? general. Yeah. I've been, trying, food. I've been trying to get into spicy foods. He's a bland by, man. By <laughs> trying to increase the hot levels of the food that I am having. Okay. So my tolerance is better than it used to be. Yeah, that's a good way um, to do it. But I, I just have no, I have never understood the purpose of hot foods. Yeah. Like, oh man, I'm feeling really uncomfortable. I think a lot of white people don't understand it. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, like there's like the, you get like your spicy mayo for on your uh, Chick-fil-A sandwich. Mm-hmm. And it's just regular mayo with ketchup in it, but they consider it spicy. <laughs> spicy mayo. Yeah. Woo, that's got some kick. It's some tangy. There is like an actual spicy mayo that's uh from like a Eastern Asian uh cuisine that is 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 spicy, but it is not the Chick Fil A ketchup and mayonnaise like Miracle Whip mixture that they put on the sandwich. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Ronald Reagan Chicken. How may I help you? 
here, try this fucking Republican chicken kids meal. Comes with a youth size red hat. I uh, I've I don't know. I'm not a huge. I don't necessarily like the chicken at Chick Fil A. Uh, but I know there's a lot of political stuff going on with them as well. So yeah. definitely persuades me to not eat there. I I, I avoid Chick Fil A. Yeah. You remember when Popeyes was gonna like take out Chick Fil A with that chicken sandwich that everybody went nuts for? I mean, I've had a couple of those in recent memory. I like I've, Popeyes. I, 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 I Popeyes. never wanted to wait for that. I thought it was embarrassing. People were waiting in the morning. Oh no, for those. I've, I've, I've never waited for them. Yeah, ever. I just yeah, you just go and get one. Like it's never been difficult, but I didn't also do it when all the hubbub was on. You know. Yeah. 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 Like I. In, when it was in the the zeitgeist, I guess when people were thinking about it, it was like really annoying to get one, from what I could tell. Yeah. But then when it dropped off, I completely forgot Popeyes existed. So whenever I had one, I went to just get one, and I was I think I was at the Popeyes drive-through, and I saw that there was a chicken sandwich on the menu, and I ordered it, not mm-hmm. knowing that there was like a big deal with it. I thought it was fine. It's just a chicken sandwich. <laughs> it has like a spicy mayo on it, I think. That's like a mixture of ketchup and mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. There's nothing spicy about ketchup. That's the problem. Yeah. I mean, you've seen uh, Ronnie eat ketchup. Yeah. Run from your Chick-fil-A uh, table in a panic yeah. to the front desk. I need like a glass of milk or something. Please, please. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're lucky. We serve milk here instead of soda. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but we're a Republican run. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, yeah, like there's a good, like if you're just making something spicy just for the sake of it being spicy, you're not going to get enjoyment out of it. There's a mixture of flavors and sensations. That's why spicy food is desired. You know, you pop a lot of seasoning on it, but if you're like, you know, just eating like a spicy pepper to just get the sensation, you're not going to be enjoying the food Mm. in my opinion. I don't know. So I'm not just eating peppers. I don't know if that was directed towards me. No, 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 uh, no, no. I'm just saying, like, in general. Like, that's what the yeah. spicy, uh, like, that's why that's desired. It's like a, a mixture of sensations. It's like eating yeah. wasabi. Like, there's a sensation that is created because of it. Well, here's the thing. I love wasabi. I could eat entire dollops of wasabi. Okay, interesting. That, that's a different kind of heat. I can yeah. handle that, and I love that because yeah, I love horseradish. I love anything that's, like, in that vein. Yeah. But then when you get to, like, the fucking nuclear threat death sauce, I'm just like, nope. Yeah, that's, like, that's like meme shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, like, if you want, like, if you're going to get, like, a Jamaican jerk chicken, like, that's got oh, a lot yeah. of, like, that has a big flavor profile and it's also spicy. Uh, that's the kind of, that's good spicy food. But if you're, like, you know, the, like, squirting, like, you know, sriracha all over your eggs and it's literally just your eggs are red, like, that's, like... You're just doing it to do it at that yeah. point. Mm. But yeah, I've read I've read a couple of like, you know, culinary books that aren't like cookbooks about like flavor profiles and stuff. It's interesting when you are able to unlock all of the taste buds, including the umame. Umame. <laughs> That's a, it was named after because the first person that unlocked that flavor profile yelled, oh, mommy. <sighs> Just tastes like steak. It's like yeah, sa- no, it's, it's like, just savory. <laughs> I just call it savory. When Sammy and Jay Wow and Snooky are kind of getting over it, technically Snooky approaches Sammy first on the couch, and they're talking. Snooky apologizes. Sammy, uh, they're they're starting to get a little better. Like yes. I, I miss hanging out with you. 
Wow walks in and is dead silent um, because Sammy doesn't even want to look at Wow and Wow vice versa. So they're just all sitting in a room for, it seems like a minute or so, just not talking, just staring at the wall. And like Sam mentioned, they cut to the boys having fun in the hot tub. Yeah, like very abruptly. Yeah, no, it was very, very good cut. It was a uh, it was a very dramatic tone shift, and it made me laugh really hard. Yeah, it was hilarious. I'm always up for that kind of stuff in these shows. Yeah, like that was really fun. Yeah, like I was like, man, whoever is uh, in charge of that part of the editing, good job, mm-hmm. because that was uh, like a little tasteful in my mind. The way they did that, I thought it was fun. Yeah, I wish we would have caught his name in the credits, so we could have given the person a shout out that did it. Yeah, that's true. I have no idea. I'll have to go back and double check that. Yeah. We'll forget to give you a shout out later, but good job, editor of season two, episode 11. Did you, uh, when Sammy was talking with uh, Wow and Snooki, did you see her pulling her eyelid off, like stretching it? I, not particularly. I just saw the look of disgust on her face. She was like holding one of her eyelashes and tugging on it. And she, she did this before, I think, when they were having the note conversation initially in the in this season but i think it might be like a like a habit that sammy has when she's trying to like get through this kind of stuff because she was like pulling on it like stretching it but it was like a lot longer than i had ever seen someone stretch their eyelid yeah maybe it's just like a tick or something i don't know maybe or maybe she was doing it to kind of intimidate them (laughs) check this shit out fucking stretches (laughs) it like a rubber band (laughs) doing snap you can't do anything worse to me than what I'm doing right now. Yeah. It's a, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was fun when they were like, yeah, we can still have girl time. And then Jay was like, yeah, you know, baby steps. <laughs> yeah. Jay wow was being, uh, I don't know. Uh, it really bothered me when she said like, you know, I, uh, I don't really do this. I, yeah. I've never really chewed up my pride and apologized before, but I'll, I, I guess I have to. And that was like the end of her apology. Yeah, that's a good apology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the kind of a, you apology you give to someone you fucking never want to talk to again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd never chew up my pride and apologize. It's, okay, okay. It, yeah. and? And? <laughs> no, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I. It's funny when she was doing that. I, I, after she got back to the room and she was laying down in bed... And she's always got like this face where it's like, I don't know, like, you know, what I'm talking about when she's like doing interviews and like something bad happens and she like kind of laughs to try to like maybe push off some of the like the the hate. I don't know. Yeah, I like that. I just think so. Wow knew Snooki was in there apologizing to Sammy and she intentionally went in there to hamper Snooki's ability to apologize well. Like she should have, if she didn't want to apologize, Wow didn't want to actually like make things better with Sammy. She should have just not gone into the room and injected herself into that situation. Cause yeah. she also poisoned uh, Sammy and Snooki's relationship a bit. They probably could have resolved it even better if Wow hadn't had thrown herself in to literally just cause more friction. It could have been like a, like a deal where Snooki goes in, gets it taken care of, and then 
by proxy, Snooki can heal the relationship of JWoww and Sammy. Yeah, I mean, if J if JWoww wasn't going to apologize and she knew Snooki was actively trying to, why would she go in there and then just... I mean, they were even mid-conversation apologizing. And then uh, Sammy's like, hold on, uh, the other one's in the room. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, not talking while she's here. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm a little horse all of a sudden. <laughs> in, my, in my opinion, I may be overanalyzing. I think JWoww does not want Snooki to make peace with Sammy oh. because she and Snooki are close yeah. and she wants to keep Snooki as her, as her bud her on man. her, on her team. She doesn't want to be the only one having beef with Sammy. Yeah. Well, loser. So I don't know. I was not very happy with JWoww in this scene at all. No. Yeah. I'm gonna, I mean, uh, you know, maybe this is like a brave opinion to have, but I'm not happy with JWoww in most of the scenes she's in. Mm-hmm. But I still appreciate her like character, I guess, if that makes sense. Uh huh. She's entertaining to watch. It's yes. like you know, there's a person that you hate in something, but they're still like, they're still fun, I guess. Well, that's this entire show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna try. I was gonna try to make a wrestling thing, but then I didn't want to step on sam's big toes oh that's fine you can make as many wrestling references as yeah. you want i encourage well, you know what that. i mean though it's like everybody hates the miz but it's like fun to watch him yeah no i agree he's a perfect heel he's good yeah. heels normally have uh very abrasive personalities and they have a lot to say so yeah she is a foil for the series yes i mean angelina definitely is the bigger foil yes uh but Wow is like i don't know She's she's filling the gaps though. We uh, talked earlier about how there are voids in the yeah. show right now because of her being gone. There's like a, a vacuum, and Jenny might just be trying to fill that kind of villain space. Yeah. Well, bit. one other like I felt like the acid in the back of my throat when she mentioned <laughs> Wait, after like LSD the, or <laughs> no no like like uh like acid I got acid reflux oh, from okay, the scene. Okay. Yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. When you tripping, bro? <laughs> kind of almost. Thumbs, man. <laughs> after JWoww gives her fake apology, yeah. uh, she then then says, "Well, you know, since Angelina's not here anymore, things could be different." And then <laughs> Snooky's like, "Yeah, Angelina isn't here anymore, so we could hang out." Both what? of them just are pushing it on Angelina. It's like, "Oh, Angelina's the one reason why we were mad at each other, and she's gone now, so we could all get over it." I can imagine a lot of this same style conversation happening after your like your parent, like your step parent leaves. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, well, you know, so I'm so happy that they're gone. Not like, yeah. specific, like you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, yeah. It's, uh, like they, they, they push the blame onto that person, like why there's an issue as opposed to like accepting that there are real problems. Yeah. Uh, or like if your if your parent has like a partner, like a new a new squeeze. Yeah. Uh, that you don't like because you don't want to replace a, a different figure. I'm just going based off of stuff I've seen in media. I don't have experience from this, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's just amazing to me that they're still scapegoating Angelina. Well, uh, she's not there to defend herself. Yeah. And I, I wonder, like, how eventually that oper- that uh, tool, that toolbox is going to disappear. Yeah. So I guess this is their last hurrah on pushing all the blame on Angelina, but I don't yeah. know that that was like, 
eventually they're going to have to accept that they are all shitty people. Uh Uh-huh. And it's all their fault that all the bad things happen to them. It's all my what? Yeah. I can't believe it. After the conversation, after the apology, Wow does mention like, yeah, uh, Sammy uh, was like, I still don't like her. She uh, looks, she acts exactly like the girls I used to beat up in high school. That yeah, that's that's the endearing Jay Wow that I like. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I, I saw pictures of her fucking kickboxing or whatever while she was in high school, and uh, I would not want to have made her mad in high school at no. all. Uh, she would have ripped me in half in the fucking cafeteria. She spanked me in front of everybody. <laughs> That's how you get a date with her. What are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> you want to go out? Bend over. That's what, yeah. You get, you, you, you be friends with her for the protection. And then after high school, you never speak to her again. Just to get through. Look at that nerd playing his PSP in the lunch hall. What a loser. You know who that nerd is? He's dating Wow. <laughs> oh, fuck. I didn't mean to say that. You're like, da 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 She strolls in. Yeah. Maybe maybe Monster Hunter is cool. Maybe we should yeah. give it a shot before we judge. Jackson's prom king? <laughs> no. <laughs> so after this, I think the biggest twist of the episode happens. Uh, Ramona reaches out to Vinny as opposed to vice versa. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> I can't believe it. So... During, while we were watching this, I mentioned that I have a little bit of insider knowledge on some Ramona stuff. Oh, shit. Do you want me to rev- – this is not necessarily, like, as dramatic as the Danielle reveal. Let's mm-hmm. uh, let's explain the Ramona stuff first and then get into that. Is that what you want? Like, does that, like – Yeah, well, just okay. in case someone else hasn't – wants to go back and look at it before they get the, the scoop or something. Yeah. Just, okay. Or, or if someone's listening to this having not, having not seen the episode yet. Uh-huh. I remember the Danielle situation where I... Uh, this isn't I, as sad. I, I had my, my jokes locked and loaded, and then we revealed how horrible her life is. Yeah. And uh, then I had to proceed to make... I was obligated to proceed to make my jokes. Yeah. No, I, we all remember. <laughs> the onslaught. Yeah. Uh, I was obligated. Uh, yeah, but this is, this <laughs> is not as bad. Um, okay. So what... I guess I'm going to ask you two a question first. Mm-hmm. What do you think that this Ramona reveal could be? Like, it, what's the most like the the most obvious thing that you two could think it could be? We've made jokes about this in the past. Uh, she well, she's a model. Okay, and I think she is probably um, already married or dating someone at the time as with, with having Ooh. Vinny as a side person. Okay, what's your take, Sam? feel like that's a really good take i definitely think that she's at least coming back and like talking to Vinny because mm-hmm. she's like oh fuck i just missed an opportunity uh um, uh sam you're pretty close i don't um hmm. i don't i don't really know other than that okay ramona exists to make Vinny interesting she's like an imaginary friend to give him a side story no, no, no. She she exists to, make, to give him yes. No, she exists to make him like give him a character. Uh, so they're paying he, her to go on dates with him. They're giving her exposure. Uh, she's a model. Yeah. Uh, at least in this episode, she mentioned that she's a model. 
mm-hmm. two or three times. And at the end of their date, she says, I have a photo shoot tomorrow at my modeling gig. And then she leaves. Uh, so what had happened was, is that the first time that Vinny had approached Ramona, it didn't work out for him. The producer said, hey, Ramona, we'll give you exposure if you come back because Vinny is bland. He's boring. There's <sighs> nothing going on. <laughs> we need him to have something. And uh, she said, okay. And so she came back. I'm not sure if she had a boyfriend. It might have been something that they worked out where uh, her boyfriend was fine with it because she was going to get this exposure. She didn't get paid from what I could figure Man. out. Isn't that okay. wild? What was your source on this? Did That's she say this or this was, was it a, from uh, a producer? A, a person that had worked on the show. That is wild. Does, yeah. Did Vinny know about this at the time? I assume I don't not. Know. That, I don't know. This was this was like in an AMA. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And it was, and somebody had, because somebody had asked about it, because they said that the Ramona thing felt really forced, and uh, the person explained it, because I think that this person had worked on, I don't know, the, I don't remember the person's name. I, I'll try to find it again. Actually, I, I didn't even look this out. I, it just sort of showed up. Uh, as opposed to the Danielle stuff, I had actively looked that out, because I was curious about her. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the Ramona thing, I just, it was just kind of whatever. Like, if she, I, I forgot that she came back for a second episode. Uh, but while I was reading some stuff online, uh, like just some other Jersey Shore related shit, uh, I think it had to do something with Angelina. Uh, I read about this Ramona thing and it was really, really interesting. That's hmm. very embarrassing for Vinny. Yeah. But yeah, so that's what it was. It was all forced. I'd be mad if I was Vinny and I found out about that after the fact. Yeah. It's like, oh, you did sorry, what? I should clarify. I didn't read the actual AMA. I read a summary of the AMA. Okay. With quotes in it from the person. So I'm not like I didn't scroll through the AMA to find this shit. I, I read a summary of like the interesting stuff from it. But it also talked about like, um, I mean, like it didn't really like give any other crazy reveals, but mostly it was just like kind of how like if there was a big incident that happened and they didn't get it on camera, they would bring everybody back in and then have a recreation of the reaction. So like, for instance, if like maybe Angelina said something, and they it didn't come out the way that they wanted it to. They would kind of reel it back in and then say, "Okay, let's do a take two on that." Uh, which I think that we kind of predicted, didn't we, from a previous episode where they did the GTL thing, and we were like, "That seemed like they they had to redo that." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in this episode, they definitely didn't uh, redo their GTL thing. Yeah. No, they got it all mixed up again. Yeah. Um, that is uh, I I don't know, Vinny. If he ever learned, which I'm assuming he did right after the season, yeah, that it was like it was a sham, that would be very embarrassing. I would be furious. Yeah, yeah, because what if it's like Vinny's like making plans? Well, he had plan. He had plans with two girls. Yeah, that he could have went with uh, besides Ramona. Well, I mean, like if he thinks that they're in a relationship, he might be looking like, all right. Uh, I think so- he did. I think I. It- <laughs> Based off his reaction to Ramona, uh, hmm, that I don't know. Good on Vinny for, I guess, uh, uh, forgiving MTV for this. I guess. I mean, he, (laughs) I don't know. They've given him how many shows? Yeah, exactly. I, uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't remember specifically, uh, what it was, but it had something to do with the Paulie and Rocio thing because Mm -hmm. that date thing was working out and then they wanted to include Vinny in it. I think. And so during that time with the rarest roses thing, 
when he met Ramona, they were like, okay, so that we can do this bit where you guys go on a, a, a double date and we'll pay for it. And then she didn't show up because she wasn't actually interested until they gave her some money, I guess. Uh, man. That's fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, this isn't as bad as the Danielle thing. Uh, if if we have any other insider knowledge, we'll definitely try to present it at the upfront from now on. Uh, so that way we don't have to sound like assholes <laughs> after. But like I said, luckily enough, this didn't. Uh, uh, this isn't as bad. I mean, it just kind of confirms, I guess, what we thought about Vinny. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think Vinny. Uh, ah, man. There's probably some untaped like his reaction of figuring out it's all a sham. Because he was like, I think it's on the uncut thing. No, probably not. Especially if this is all producer meddling. That's uh, true. They would not put that in the show. But, um, I mean, Vinny was really gross with Ramona when oh she was God. on that yeah. date with him. Uh, what was the first thing that he said when she showed up? He said, "Oh my God, I'm going to strangle you." That's what it was. <laughs> That's the first thing he said to her. But it's like. It wasn't like it stopped there. He kept pushing the the violence. Uh-huh. Didn't he say something else too? Like at the end, like if you do that again to me, I'll murder you or something. Yeah, uh, you're not leaving. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. As he's holding her against a fence. Yeah, she is much taller than Vinny too. Yeah, that's always fun. I like that aspect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I I think her being taller than Vinny. Just is like the icing on the cake to yeah. his him being pathetic. She's a model. She's a model. Um, I mean, what? So when Vinny Ramona calls Vinny, they're like, "Well, we're gonna meet up later." Yeah. I uh, then Ramona is running late again, which I wonder if that was producer meddling, just like make make Vinny a little nervous. You I know? don't know. The, a um, lot of the extra details I didn't. I don't know. I kind of, I mean, it's. But we gave her the wrong address. Yeah. Sometimes like reading into this stuff kind of bums me out because I, it, I don't want it to change the show's aspect to me too much. Uh, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. Knowing some of the behind the scenes stuff kind of like takes it out. I, yeah. I remember that happened to me when I was watching dance moms. Like I learned something about that show that really just, I, I didn't want to watch it anymore after that. Uh, cause it took it, I found out that something that I really liked about that show was scripted and, uh, I didn't, it didn't, I wasn't as engaged anymore after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, uh, in this one, I think that the Ramona thing is a little different because it makes Vinny look pathetic, <laughs> which is always a plus. Yeah. And like the, it's funny because I read this thing and then as we're watching the episode that it takes place during, it's like the things start to add up. Yeah. And so I was like, Oh, this is, this This is fucking hilarious. But you know, also like, I don't know, like how do you, uh, if you're on an AMA, like on Reddit, how do you like confirm that that you actually have that credential? I don't know. Besides showing paperwork that. Yeah. Or maybe like a press pass or something that was printed off in a Kinko's like there's not really. Yeah. Either way, I I don't know. I mean, like, I, I guess it could have been like a career, but I, that's just, you know, based off of what I read. Mm-hmm. Um, I can find it and then I'll cite my sources in the description of this episode if I need to. Pull up the good old citation machine. Yeah. I need that in APA. 
We did, uh, but yeah, like I said, this one is like, it's just kind of like the opposite of the Danielle one, because if you remember when we talked about Danielle, that one was mm-hmm. a huge bummer. We all yeah, felt very bad for Danielle. Uh, but this one is flipping the script on Vinny and making him look like a, a loser. And uh, in my opinion, I don't think that that's ever a bad thing. Yeah, as long as it's not hurting the general public. Yeah. I think you're close to being okay. In most if, if it's just hurting Vinny. Like if uh, he has to take one for the team. Ramona, if you want some more self-promotion, you're free to <laughs> come on to the show. Uh, this is an and, audio medium. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll add you to our thumbnail for one episode, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we'll Photoshop her in. Like front and center. Yeah. And so, yeah. But you're more welcome kind of to uh, clear the air. Yeah. Unless you signed an NDA. Yeah, unless you signed one of those. Yeah. And it, I mean, as long as you breaking it doesn't get us in trouble. Yeah. probably would. Yeah. I guess, so kind of going back to what you were talking about, Jackson, he did get stood up for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, do either one of you kind of want to go into like what that looks like? Because there's kind of a like a cat and mouse thing that goes on uh, between Vinny and two other potential suitors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Vinny, after uh, Ramona's running late, he receives a call from two other girls who proactively called him. Mm-hmm. So, so far Roma- Ramona's called him and then these two other ladies uh, called him uh, and they want to go to the beach. Uh, and he, he says, you know what? I'm going to give Ramona five more minutes uh, if she doesn't show up, I'm going to call these two ladies back and let them know I'm going to go. Five minutes passed, no Ramona. So he calls two ladies back, says, yes, I will go to the beach. I'll I'll see you there in a second. And then, or no, like, no, he said, come up to my house and then we'll walk to the beach, which they were already at the beach, I think. Mm-hmm. L- a little selfish, but yeah. Um, <laughs> but immediately after hanging up, then Ramona calls and says like, hey, I'm outside. Yeah, because the producer's like, okay, call him now. Uh-huh. The call's coming from inside the house. <laughs> Ramona, why are you in this closet? I uh-huh. feel like it would be a role reversal, and Vinny would be the one inside Ramona's closet with the knife. <laughs> but uh, then uh, Vinny's like, well, I got myself in a little pickle. I uh, don't know what to do here. But then they just cut to him walking with Ramona on the sidewalk. So I guess he chose Ramona. Did yeah. he call back the other girls or did no he just idea. leave? He started jumping uncontrollably when yeah. Ramona called him. Mm-hmm. Like his head didn't go up, but his feet came up to his fucking ears. He like several times. Himself. <laughs> well, he looked like an accordion. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck he did that. He was making accordion noises too. It's like he was doing a ollie, but there wasn't a fucking skateboard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what it looked like. I I don't know. Like this whole scene... I th- I don't know. It just it to me it, it feels like it was like generated in a lab. Like those two girls, they just found two randos like walking on the street and filmed them, yeah. pretending that those were the two girls, but it was actually the one of the producer's sisters that called. Well, it's like the know. whole the whole boss's girl thing from season one Is, that it, we isn't it, speculated that, was fake. That's a good and it happened, point. Happened around the same point in the season too. Yeah. Why it, keep them? If you're gonna have to do that every season, why keep them around? Why get rid of, I mean, as much as none of us like Angelina, at least she's fucking entertaining. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and it's fun to watch bad things happen to her, I guess. Uh, I mean, it's fun with Vinny, too, but, like, Vinny is, like, I don't know. I think if they kick Vinny out, 
it's kind of MTV admitting their mistakes, which mm. may be a bad look. They yeah. probably want to keep the same cast because people are invested in Vinny for some reason. So yeah. like people would be upset if MTV's like, no, he is boring. We got rid of him. So they're kind of stuck with them at this point, and they're just trying to make the situation better however they can. Mm. They need to work on making the actual situation better because he's being a dick. Jesus. Yeah, no, he's uh, he has gone off Rogue. the deep end yeah. in this episode. We'll, t- we'll, uh, we'll touch on that uh, later, Yeah, right? Or does that happen? No, no, no. We got to get through fucking another drug-addled phone call with fucking oh, Ryder. God. Riders back. Well, okay. So first, before we jump into Ryder, I do want to talk really quick about uh, Vinny and Ramona's date at the beach when yes. Ramona was gonna toss that fucking dog into a shark's mouth. Yeah, no, no <laughs> leash, no leash. The dog is very tiny. I don't. I'm not. I'm not good on dog breeds. I think it was a terrier. Okay, yeah. right. Got it. This dog was like a fucking teacup, something. Yeah, got it. Like it was itty itty bitty, and those waves were rolling in. And then yeah. they're like, they're sitting with the dog. And I'm like, all right. And then they're going to go get in the water. I'm like, who's going to watch the dog? And then it just cuts to them running into the ocean without the dog anywhere in sight. I'm like, surely that cameraman is holding on to that poor dog. And then they show the dog in the in the water. In the waves. Yeah. It's, you, know, you know how it's easy like it would be for tall. that dog to be carried off into the ocean yeah. along with the waves. Man, imagine the lucky fucking fish that would just come along and fucking <laughs> plug that dog. Uh-huh. I've never had dog meat. <laughs> this fish is like, what the fuck am I eating? <laughs> what if it became addicted to it and then like it sought dog out the rest of its life? That uh, lucky man stranded at sea in his canoe. Uh, he's been starving for days. Uh, he sees a little dog uh, like struggling to paddle head above water. I'm going to cook that dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That could have been a really fun, like, side story and, like, a Finding Nemo kind of movie. Uh huh. Where, like, Dory, I don't know, doesn't Dory get lost at some point? Yeah. And then yeah, she's, like, it, she gets eaten by a bunch of, or she gets eaten by a whale. And then, but mm. there's also, like, a dog there, and Dory has to eat the dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, that's fucked up. Uh, the poor fucking sucker fish on the side of that dog's body. <laughs> But every in between bites, Ellen DeGeneres is like, "Quit screaming!" <laughs> How'd this dog get on the cruise ship? Fucking, yeah. they have to break the fourth wall to make it palatable for audiences. If I don't eat you, the movie's over. <laughs> <laughs> the writers were like, "Well, we really wrote ourselves into a hole here. The only way for Dory to survive this situation is for her to eat a dog. Uh-huh. <laughs> and if we don't do it, then..." There's gonna be a plot hole, and then everybody is gonna be mad at us on the on Reddit. <laughs> you can't put that dog in salt water; it's a freshwater mammal. <laughs> <laughs> Snooky, you're gonna kill the dog. Yeah, Snooky's like, I don't know how to take care of this dog. I ha- I bought this fish tank for it. Snooky, why is there a fucking puppy floating in this aquarium? I've only ever had fish. Dogs <laughs> yeah, aren't the a, same a way. Tech for fish. <laughs> I've been noticing my goldfish hasn't been feeling too good. Snooky, can you uh? Do you think there's anything that you can do to heal it? It's like, yeah. And then she takes it in the back and then takes the, the sick fish out, pops it in a frying pan, and then puts a different goldfish back into the tank and then carries it out and gives it to the person. This isn't Charles. <laughs> I mean, honestly, uh, that makes a lot of sense. 
for a vet to do that. Why would somebody take a fish to a vet? Could you imagine the unethical bastard who's buying 25 cent goldfish <laughs> and recycling them and charging 40 bucks for a visit? You, yeah. you said uh, a bad per. I'm saying a genius. <laughs> I don't think this is my goldfish. He doesn't recognize my name. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that uh, makes perfect sense. Yeah. He's got a bunch of Sharpies back there. He's like, all right, so this one had spots. All right. Mm. He's, he's holding fucking the fuck. marking he's little spots on the, the fish. fish in his hand. Excuse me, doctor. My my fish had a mole. <laughs> oh, hold on. Oh, hold on. Yeah. Oh, there's the mole. Okay, I, I guess it was a, like the light reflecting off the the, the fish tank. I didn't you see. You gotta it. change this water more. I tattooed my fish. Uh huh. Fucking the vets in the back with a tattoo gun, <laughs> holding the fish down on a table. This fucker's getting charged eighty dollars. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you know, like Vinny's a sociopath. Yeah, he's gonna kill her. Yeah, he. It, it's like not even like it was like I don't know, like out of a horror film where like the killer is like they're hinting who the killer is the whole time, mm-hmm. and it's like man, I could just fucking strangle you right now. Or and then like you said at the end, he's like, what does he say? You're not leaving. You you're not leaving right now. I'll never see you again. Yeah. And like the lights reflecting off her eyes, like uh, like in Silence of the Lambs, like they look bug-eyed. She's like, "Don't turn off the camera, please. <laughs> Keep filming. You're gonna be with me forever." Um, yeah. You're gonna meet my mom. Uh huh. <laughs> We're gonna have dinner tonight. Oh, what are we having? Don't worry about it. You're our special guest. Lasagna night again. Ramona's on the menu. Um, Vinny, yeah. this fucking lasagna tastes like old quaaludes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uncle Nino's fucking sweating in the corner. <laughs> Uncle Nino's like, welcome to the family. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Vinny has a, a spinoff TV show that we did not know about. Yes. It's like Vinny knows everything or like Vinny's house. World or something. Vinny's world. Yeah. He's riding around stupid. on his fucking tricycle. Yeah, where he just <laughs> takes like... Uh, he brings like Lil Wayne to his house and his mom cooks him dinner. Fucking Vinny Neutron. <laughs> if the producers needed to lie on the show so much to make Vinny interesting, why yeah. do they keep reinvesting in Vinny for other shows? Because you can put him in anything. Okay. I bet he doesn't say no. You can put him in anything and you don't have to have multiple funny people. You just need one really bland guy that you spice up with yeah. things. It, gotcha. He's the, he's the safe option. He's a he's a generic semi household name. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't have somehow. to pay him as much. No, because you probably you probably book him for a deal with multiple yeah. shows. Mike has the risk of going to prison. Yep. Ronnie has the risk of going to prison. Yep. Snooki and Jay Wow have their own shows. Yep. Uh, Sammy, I don't know what's going on with her uh, yeah. nowadays, and She's completely subtracted herself from this. Yeah. Uh, can't give it to Angelina. You can't have uh, someone who's so against uh, gay marriage do a <laughs> uh, TV show on MTV. Yeah, that's true. Um, and who else is there? Ronnie's going prison. Yeah, that's it for right now. We'll we can we'll we'll talk more later. MTV needs to fucking call up Demetrios from the darkness. Yeah, uh-huh. I'd watch a Demetrios prank show. I, I would watch a fucking yeah. A horror-themed Demetrio's prank show? Like, put him yeah. in fucking scare tactics? Uh-huh. Tales from the club. Oh. <laughs> oh. Do, He's, do, like, do, on the do, little do. walkie-talkie <laughs> thing, and the 
the guy's like, all right, what are we going to do to prank me? Suck his fucking neck. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it. <laughs> Demetrios, every time you fucking tell someone in the earpiece what to do, you just say, suck his fucking neck. <laughs> what? Suck say something dick. else. <laughs> I uh, tricked where, you. Where did Ramona say she's from? Uh, Romania. Are you kidding? <laughs> she's from Romania. Naming your kid after where they're from? Is that normal? Ramona? From Ramona. Yeah, her name's Ramona from Romania. Romania? Yeah. That, I mean, that might not be her real name, too. Oh, got it. It could be a stage name. Got it. Um, She's a model, right? Yes. Not a dancer. And not that anything is inherently funny with Romania. I'm sure it's a very beautiful country, but the amount yeah. of vampire lore in that region just makes me smile. Because it's one of my favorite things. Ramona explains that Romania is in, it's in between the Middle East and Europe. Yeah. Okay. That's probably got a lot of really cool cross-culture stuff. Yes. A lot of really cool things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is Vlad the Impaler from Romania? Uh, I'd, I'd say they're that region of the world for sure. Okay. So vampires aren't allowed to cross bodies of water. Are they allowed mm-hmm. to go on the beach? Like, I mean, she went into the water. Yeah. Does that count? She also came from Romania to Florida. That's true. And she had to cross an ocean to do that, unless she tunneled. She was invited. Oh, yeah. So by that lore, there can't be any American vampires unless they came through, like, the the land bridge in yeah. Alaska or whatever. I'm sure there's some sort of ancient vampire or uh, blade-like technology that allows them to move. Uh-huh. Or like in uh, the remake of Total Recall, the elevator that goes all the way through the planet. Oh, oh I gotcha. Seen, I haven't seen yeah. that. That's fucking funny. They have one of those? Yeah, it's like a bullet that shoots <laughs> through the core of the Earth. That's fun. Yeah, I don't remember. Or it might have been on Mars. I thought it was on Earth. I don't know. I haven't seen. I've seen that remake like one time, and I think I fell asleep in it. Yeah, it didn't look good, but that sounds no. funny to Had, me. Uh, what's his face in it? Um, Colin Farrell? Yeah. Colin Farrell. <laughs> yeah, not Colin, Colin Mockery. Farrell. Yeah, Colin Mockery. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, uh, Ryder's back. Back again. Uh, Ryder is a, is, is, could you consider Ryder a podcast favorite? A juice, a juice cast? I mean, I consider her a favorite. I get yeah. excited when Ryder's Ryder fun. I would say she gets a silver medal. Yeah. It's better than bronze, I guess, right? Uh-huh. No. I mean, it's not like a Demetrio sighting, but yeah. it's pretty good. Like, I'd say Demetrio sightings, even if he doesn't really do a whole lot, are like top tier. Yeah. And like when writers around, there's always always something going on, mm-hmm. yes. uh, like a fight or dancing in an inappropriate place. Yeah, um, drunken gibberish. Yes, she's more fun than Ronnie's family. Yes, it's weird that this the next episode, season or episode twelve, mm-hmm. has deja vu in the name because I was getting a lot of deja vu in this episode. I agree. Uh, because yeah, like Sam mentioned, the uh, them dancing in like a boomer bar again. Mm-hmm. I guess like uh, uh, it had pool in it. Yeah, it's one hundred percent a boomer bar. Yeah, and they just uh, they're just like going through the greatest hits. Uh, killing a lobster. Killing a lobster. Uh, the Ramona versus uh the boss's girl. Yep, that's pretty much. I'm gonna count that as the same plot line. I agree. Um, I don't know. I feel like uh. Okay, Angelina's gone. Well, I guess Angelina's gone is another. Yeah, yeah there's it's a, like a best repeat. Of. Are we watching the exact same thing again? So by that logic, that's, what's yeah. next? 
I remember when we first started this episode. Let's, let's make I was a prediction like, or something. Yeah. Like, if this happens logic. again in the third season, I'm going to be pretty bummed out. Uh-huh. Well, what, it's uh, a winning formula. What do you think the last episode's going to look like then, based on this formula? The last episode of this season? Yeah. What happened? What was the last episode? Well, last that's, what I'm try- that's, what I'm, that's what I'm trying to remember. It was when yeah. they were all on the roof and they're like, "We should, we should get a, we should get a shore house next. Uh, we should get a shore house. We should get a shore house next summer." Yeah. And like Mike messes it up like six times. We should, we should, we should. He like porky pigs it. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. Like like I do all the time on the show. All the, when you're on the Jersey Shore. Yeah. Oh, they made hot dogs and ketchup. Yep. They had a hot dog and ketchup dinner. Uh, Ronnie fisted that burger. Uh. A fisted burger sounds like something you get at fucking Red Robin. Yeah. <laughs> Come on in for our fucking uh, delicious fisted burgers. So bottomless uh-huh. fries and a fist burger. He had that big wad of meat that he threw on the grill. Yeah. And then I think Polly started a fire. And the next episode, they start another fire. We'll have to make a checklist for once we get to this finale. Yeah, we can do bingo. But this, I'm curious on the next episode, it's called like Deja Vu or something like that. And... I mean, this one was already almost a carbon copy of the first season. So, I mean, like, are we in some sort of like matrix, uh, like paradox? Maybe. Is that is that what's happening? The I mean, the, the, the follow the Snooky in the red dress. <laughs> See where the rabbit hole goes. Yeah. Do you want the red Xanax or the blue Xanax? <laughs> Can I snort mine? <laughs> Fucking Demetrio shows up dressed up like Morpheus. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's Demetrios, and this is the situation. Yeah. Everyone has c- cool hacker names, like the situation. <laughs> They're at the Oracle's room, and it's Danny with a bunch of monitors around him. Uh-huh. <laughs> or, sorry, the architect. Yeah. That's the architect, right? They call me the printer. Yeah. You said he was the printer? Yeah, I'm the yeah, printer. Yeah, Who's the uh who's the guy without plugs that only lives in the real world that like helps them? Like Tank. I don't know. Well, we wouldn't see that person then. Yeah. That's us, Sam. Oh That's shit, us. we're Tank. Yeah. We're 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 jacking in. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Tank and Dozer. <laughs> JWoww yeah. reminds me of Trinity. I guess. Yeah. This here's Trinity. <laughs> uh if you guys want to get in on a Gorilla Juice Cast Insider joke. Make sure to check out Extraordinary, the Stan Rosniak story. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I feel like yeah. we've recommended that before, but I don't know if we edited it out. Yeah, if we if we if if this is the first time that you've heard us mention it, uh, give it a watch. That was a trip well, when Jackson and I watched it the first. Is time. Is there a way to watch it without supporting him or giving him money in any way? I mean, if you watch it on Netflix, I don't think he's gonna get money. Okay, okay, cool. Because, yeah, he's but a scumbag. I don't want that guy to have money. Yeah. Um, There's a very cool creature in that movie. Uh, his name is, like, uh, like Dr. Sweets or something. Was his oh, name? no, it's uh, Leonard Skittles. Or, no, sorry, Leonard Sprinkles. Leonard Sprinkles. Dr. Leonard Sprinkles. Dr. Leonard Sprinkles. And he, yeah, he looks, right. he he looks, looks like, like the director of Pink Flamingos. Uh, <laughs> John Waters. He looks like John Waters. His name's <laughs> Doctor Leonard Sprinkles. My name's Doctor Leonard Sprinkles. That's how he talks. I think. <laughs> Who? There was another guy in that too that we <laughs> thought was fucking hilarious. It was like some dude who was, he had. Oh man, I don't remember what his name was. There was the the part in it too where they show the he's like has an like he's like I, sh- I caught the alien on camera finally and then they show a clip of the window and then. 
fucking someone's outside with an alien doll and they just slap it up against the window. <laughs> it's like a Halloween mask on a stick. Yeah, and you just hear like a thunk. <laughs> and then he's like, oh shit, that's the alien. And then he runs away. Could you imagine an alien coming down from another galaxy to smack his face on your window and run off? Yeah. I think it's Leo Sprinkles. Oh, Leo Sprinkles? I think it's Leo. Okay. There's a Leo Sprinkle. It's it's a uh, it's it, Doctor <laughs> Sprinkle. Uh, oh, that man, movie's that, great. Yeah, but, but that whole movie was made for a very specific reason that is not cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it was to it's insane. Um, but yeah, there's a big twist at the end. There's a very big twist. Well, I remember when we watched because we there was a the, this is a really quick side tangent. Um, the we watched another documentary about flat earth jackson that had another Mm -hmm. big twist in it right yes where they there was a person in it who was a flat earther and in the documentary they interviewed her but they showed her interview two times answering the exact same questions without addressing that that like they treated it as it was separate audio it was really weird it was separate audio but it was the exact same interview that she'd already given and then Mm. at the end of the documentary it said that she got beheaded for believing that the earth was flat. It just came out of nowhere. Uh-huh. Uh, which... I almost turned it into, like, it felt like a snuff film after that. Yeah. Because it was, like, the last time that she'd been... It said, like, in the thing, it was like, this is the last time she was seen alive. And it was like, what? Uh-huh. Who beheaded so, her? The cameraman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's because she believed in flat earth, and that's... It's unacceptable to believe in the truth. I... Sam, I think we need to have some discussions after this. What? I think we need to have some discussions <laughs> after this about about, uh, about our, uh, you know, the third one. All I'm saying is, is that uh, okay. I haven't seen the, I haven't seen a curve. So. Uh huh. Yeah. Hmm. How come all the maps in classrooms are flat? Stupid. Explain that. <laughs> Um, uh, speaking of low IQ, uh, yes. everyone goes to, uh, IQ, they go to clutch. Yes. I think IQ I would be cl- a good I don't, I don't name. believe that the earth is flat. I should, I guess I should clarify that. Uh, huh. I think it's, uh, I swear. It's shaped like a cube <laughs> and we haven't unlocked the other five sides yet. I think our earth is inside out. Yeah. That'd be fun. Kind of like the rings in halo. Uh, huh. It's like my belly button. <laughs> I've got an innie, but I put a gym inside of my belly button. I had I had an Audi till I gained a bunch of weight. <laughs> Does it work that way, or do you gain uh, fat you in a, your Audi? You can get an Audi from gaining weight. Wait, you could get an Audi like it pushes oh, it shit. out. Yeah, I always thought the whole crevice just gets deeper. I mean, it could. I think it can go both ways. There's like a connective tissue, and if it if that snaps because you're gaining weight, oh, it'll shit. push all of the fat forward. Not trying to oh, get God. back into Mike Myers, but I've busted me belly button. <laughs> He's just <laughs> screaming like fat bastard. Yes. Um. Uh. I, there's a there's a couple of people in like TV shows that I'm pretty sure that we've watched that have that thing, like in reality shows. Yeah. No, like I always assume all fat people had an any because they. The fat grows around it. I've only seen. You, uh, you want to like maybe like reward that so it's not so harsh. 
<laughs> I, 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 I mean, I'm just saying that's the fat grows around the, yeah, it's the like a donut, Audi. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not shaming him for it. Okay. Everyone could have any sort of belly oh, button shit. they want. But I'm so hard, I think whatever belly button I had before is the opposite now. <laughs> um, it's tickling. It's tickling the same shirt. I can't tell if I laughed my belly button inside or outside. Uh-huh. Ah! Have you ever stuck your finger in your belly button, like, and it makes you go cross-eyed? Yeah. <laughs> it feels weird. <laughs> we had a, a teacher in high school. I think Sam had him, too. Uh, that was a physics teacher. And he uh-huh. told us that if you untied the knot in your belly button, all your skin would fall off. <laughs> And there was a person in my class that was like, is that for fucking real? <laughs> and he was like, it's like, the, he was it's like, like the nod in a balloon. Yeah. And your skin just falls off. And uh. Uh, yeah, the first time I have ever heard a teacher say fuck was in that class because he built a catapult and shot a golf ball into a fire extinguisher on accident and it exploded. And we all had to get taken out to the ambulance that came because they like set off a fire alarm and uh i remember he was sitting in the back of the ambulance and they had to do a check on him because his face was covered in the powder from the fire extinguisher yeah and he was like i think it's in my eyes and the guy that was checking was like quit being such a pussy (laughs) that's fun that catapult thing that we did in physics was fucking awesome that was the coolest Uh, project i've ever done yeah (sighs) i'm sorry yeah, he the fire extinguisher exploded and he was like, Fuck <laughs> No, no, like, no, no <laughs> They were like, He said the F word And then uh after that everybody tried to get away with saying it in his class and he was like, Please stop, you're gonna get me fired. It was fun. That's good. I'm yeah. I'm glad he uh got away with it. He got away with that. So So yeah, so after Ryder and Snooky go day drinking, everyone goes to clutch. <laughs> Yeah. And Mike is wearing the ugliest vest I have ever seen. Yeah. This is the worst look Mike has ever put on, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, and then he ties it together by uh, uh, yeah. also having the worst look. <laughs> yeah. His worst personality on the show yeah. so far attached to the ugliest vest. Yeah. I don't know if that vest was just so heavily saturated with cocaine that he was like on a constant drip through his skin all night or what, but... <laughs> Um, he was not okay when he was wearing that. No, no, he was grabbing all sorts of girls, moving around like chess pieces. Yes. Well, when they first introduced us into what was the club? Uh, Clutch. 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 When they first like did the the shot where everybody's dancing and shit, it reminded me of the uh, Gremlins, like the the party scene or the Gremlins go wild scene. Yeah. That's in all of the Critter movies, and even Snooky. Do you remember in the second Gremlins that took place in like fucking Trump Tower or whatever? Yeah. And there's the the I I don't know, there's like the sex worker gremlin. Uh-huh. Uh and she's like dancing and all the dudes are like like all the boy gremlins are like happy. Mm. Uh there's like a part in this where Snooky is standing on a couch and is dancing and it reminded me of that. Mm. Cuz I think that they were wearing the same outfit. I think the president recruited a bunch of those gremlins for his cabinet. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me, our president. <laughs> Does this episode come out while he's still a president? Uh, hopefully he's not by the time this comes out. Hopefully. 
we were only three weeks ahead, so. Uh-huh. Uh, we, okay, so I think that, like, I, I could speak for Jackson, but, like, the, the what is that, what you call, like, the gremlins having fun? We have a term that we coined for that specific scene in those movies, Jackson. Yeah. What What is that? I don't remember. I thought we just call it gremlins having fun or ch- like uh, critters having fun. Is that what it is? Yeah, because that, that's always the scene where they're like breaking plates in the kitchen while they play yeah. like Huey Lewis in the news. Or they're like some, one of them's in the microwave. Yeah, there's a ghoulie in the toilet. Like yeah. it's, <laughs> a, it's a very, it's a staple of those kinds of copycat movies. It happens <laughs> in gremlins. It happens in critters. Happens, happens in ghoulies. In ghoulies. Uh, and then there's one that I'm forgetting that we've watched that it also happens in. But it happens in every one of the the like the the cute monsters movies, like where there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've noticed that in Jersey Shore, it has a lot of the similar qualities to those kinds of movies yeah. when they're at the club. Because there's like someone dancing on the couch, Mike's inside of the fucking microwave, yeah. getting cooked, and then like Ronnie's put his hand in a blender because like they're experimenting with these things to see what they do. Yeah. Except for I guess in this one, Mike's experimenting with fucking cocaine. Yeah. Snooky's holding on to the ceiling fan. Yeah, like spinning around in a circle. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But so I like the club scenes now because I've kind of equated that in my mind with uh, my enjoyment for the the critters having fun scenes that we get to see. Critters having fun. I like from these scenes, uh, whenever Wow has the opportunity to dance. uh, Yes. Because when she dances, it's like if I, if she was a a character model, like on my computer, like a 3D model, Mm -hmm. and I assign each of her limbs to a different keyboard uh, button. (laughs) Yeah. I, and I'm just controlling how she's dancing by pressing like uh, Q, W, uh, OP, uh, controlling all of her limbs. That's what the dancing looks like. Yeah. It's like the browser game where you're having to control a track star's legs. Uh huh. Isn't yeah. that called like Quop. Quop Track or something? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. That's, that's where dancing looks like. I agree. I When she dances in the club in this one, I remember, you know, that picture of uh, John Lennon and Yoko Ono and John Lennon's walking like a fucking idiot? Uh-huh. Where he's like all bent and his legs are out in front and he's got like a hat on and like a all denim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that aesthetic. JWoww dances like a child who's given a marionette. <laughs> uh huh. Just like violently swinging her, every part of her body around, uh, seemingly out of control. Uh, okay. Idea. I, I like Jackson's fumble core idea with JWoww. Mm-hmm. Do do we know any game programmers that could make us a JWoww dancing game that's Fumblecore, like Octodad? I don't personally, but Octodad's a good choice because then you could like have the mouse button control instead of tentacles. It's JWoww's feet. Yeah. You have to go to different squares in like a dance floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like you, you try yeah. to control her to dance and you have to make it look normal. Yeah. Because I think the the theme of Octodad is that you're trying to make him look like a an a dad that's not an octopus. Yeah, I uh, I think I mean you went to school with one person who wanted to be in I, video uh, games. I went to school with a few people that yeah allegedly are making games, but uh, jury's still out on that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely post that I have I haven't seen any names in credits, so allegedly we'll see. There's a developer here in the Twin Cities that has made 
a game that got some traction on Steam. So maybe a good idea to reach out to them. I don't know, like if that's like a is a JWoww dancing simulator like a niche market. Probably, I would say so. I bet it would get popular on Twitch. You think? Maybe that getting over it did, and that game is fun to watch people play. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's fun to play, I guess, but like not for a, like like a gameplay reason. I disagree. I I, I think it's calming, actually. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I've played it a lot. I've I've played it. I've never beat it, but it's it's uh kind of soothing. Yeah. You know, just spinning know. the pickaxe. The first time I played yeah. it was on my MacBook with a touch track instead of a mouse. That's not not the way to do it. Well, I <laughs> I, I was I'm at the extra layer challenge. Uh uh-huh. challenge run, you know? Yeah. Um but uh yeah. I mean maybe it is. I don't know the narrator and it's pretty fun. I'm guessing that's Bennett Foddy, so yeah, it has some soothing music also yeah. kind of in the background. But the aesthetic of it's really nice. Yeah. Back to the club. Mike is manhandling all just random women in the club and like moving them around. Yeah. Uh taking them uh and he always pin like he's like, Okay, I need to move you from center. I need to put you against the wall. Yes. Strategically. Um and this is probably the most despicable display that I've at least in all of his club nights probably go like this, mm-hmm. but at, they didn't cut out like the girl saying no this time. Yeah. Uh, and it's pretty bad. Like one, he picks one up and she's screaming like, help me, help me. Yeah. Uh, there's another it's one. Like, he's, it's not like cute, like that. She's trying to be playful. It's like a cry for help. Yeah. And he's has, has another girl pinned to a wall and she's like, please, please, please stop it. I'm begging you. Uh, this is a little bit too much. Please stop. Mm. He's like, what a baby, baby. I, uh, I can't say that I've ever I, in this show. I've never seen this happen in real life either. Like it's, it's, it's so, I mean, I'm, I know it happens in real life, but I personally haven't. And it was no. jarring to see it happen on camera. It's uh, terrifying. I was terrifying. I would yeah. say, um, because even though, because we're, we're not big club goers, yeah. If if you can't tell. Yeah. Um we talked about we were talking about video games earlier, so Yeah. But I assume this is partially a norm and that is disgusting. Like, I don't think that Mike is the only one in that club doing that at that time. No, yeah. of course not. He had an above head view of what's going on. Yeah. It was like it's kind of one of those things where like you're the fly on the wall, just like seeing it happen. I mean, that's what all reality TV is, but like you know, it's like this is a situation that we'll never be in because we're dudes uh yeah and it's like you see it from the perspective of the like a like a victim and it's like it makes your fucking skin crawl uh-huh and mike's the hero <laughs> mike's the hero of this show he, well that's what he says Man. he said he's the big daddy i don't remember he says a bunch of things in this episode like he's a he's the the papa of the house yeah. i think but he says some other things too that are really dumb when I want a club, we club. When I want to, uh, yeah, leave, we leave. Well, okay. So, what is your take on Polly's side of this? Because Polly likes it when the situation acts like this because that helps Polly get laid. I think that's like uh, people who uh, benefited from uh, like selling arms to the Nazis. Boom! That was a fucking real good comparison. Good I think. <laughs> I. He, I mean, it's good. I'll say it's good that Paulie's not assaulting his women. Yeah. 
It'd be but, cool if Paulie like assaulted the situation to uh, get him to stop. And then he yes. could get two sets of women. Yeah. <laughs> Paulie's like, what's in it for me? Yeah. <laughs> Everything's a transaction. I don't know. Paulie is uh uh it, that could be the tagline it, enabling. for the show, Jackson. Everything's a transaction. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, the transaction. Yeah. Um I don't know. Uh Polly, uh oh, man. He's mentioned the strategy before when Mike was getting like real gropey yeah. with some girls in the bedroom. He's like, in the well, last Mike, episode, I think. Yeah, while Mike's uh, being gross, I'm being sweet, and you know, I'm gonna get my fingers where I want them. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, uh, he's saying like, hey, you know what? Make uh, Paulie look even more sweet, look even more nice, if he told Mike to cool it. Yeah. I would say, maybe if Paulie took that fucking uh, the the white helmet off of his white knight costume, uh-huh. and like actually did something that benefited everyone instead yes. of trying to act like a a fucking tool bag and be like, hey, uh, you know, I'm gonna use his the way that the situation is acting to my benefit so I can swoon my girl and say like, hey, at least I'm not like that. Well, I don't even understand how it benefits him because it, then the girl in my mind would be like, you're friends with him. I'm going to have to go have sex with you in a house that this guy is also going to be in. Yeah. And you guys are going to be in the same room and he's going to be watching. Unless he pretends like he doesn't know Mike and he's just like, man, that fucking loser over there. Yeah. I, I don't see this being that successful. I don't know. It's not great. Polly, but Polly does show that he has some morals or feelings, I guess a little bit later. He, He does have some qualms with some of Mike's actions. But not his typical. Only when it affects uh, people in the house or himself. Yeah. Um, no, that's true. Well, I guess to still kind of b- before we end this to move on, I think that we can all agree that Mike was on some kind of substance. Had to have been. Had to. Had have been. to. It. He was acting. I mean, I don't know if it's out of character because I mean we only see what the show portrays him as. Yeah. But it was like fucking scary. Like I could, I would have been terrified being around him. Yeah, I uh, I think even uh, because Jared and I have watched this episode before yeah. uh, when we initially watched through season two, yeah. and we even said it at the time, it's like uh, this is uh, when Mike is like he's on something or like his his like grandpa just died or like something's like yeah. not this isn't like a this isn't the normal situation. Uh, this is a bad situation. Yeah, this is a bad situation that uh, I don't know. Maybe when they were clearing out all of Angelina's stuff, he found her, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Her little she baggies. Had. Yeah. Yeah. Her entire mattress was only cocaine. What's this? Maybe huh. I should smell it to see what it smells like. <laughs> and then he's like all fucked up. Uh huh. It's like, yep, that's baking soda. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> little tickle little tickle okay she left all this cocaine in her shoes yeah well to end the, the he would have been smelling scene. those either way yeah he he looks like a foot guy like sucks on toes mm-hmm. uh he's got that tarantino quality to him where he looks like a like he you know he got run over by a car mm-hmm. got his teeth replaced with toenail clippers yeah <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, so like the the end of the club scene is that, and this gets regurgitated later, 
uh, Mike wants to leave because he's not getting his way. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, Snooki is the one he has to go to to get permission to leave or to like she has to be the one that gets everybody rounded up so they can leave or something. I yeah. don't fully understand that side of it. Why they have to leave at the same time. Like yeah. if it's if it's like a hey, cabs. I know you don't want to go home by yourself because maybe you don't feel safe and I was going to like chaperone you, uh, but I feel like leaving. So can we leave? Yes. Maybe that's what he was thinking. But I mean, they're all adults. If she wants to stay, she can. Like, I don't know if it was like a previous uh, conversation that they had and her being drunk, not wanting to leave is different than what they talked about previously. Yeah. About kind of like when Mike wouldn't walk Wow home in season one. It's like he... It's like flip turned upside. I don't know that's what's going on here, but uh, because Mike, even when he's sober in the interrogation room talking about what happened... Uh, he defends his actions wholeheartedly, and he says like Snooky was just drunk. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what anyone was thinking in it. I don't know. I don't. It's weird. Okay, so kind of like to pair this with another thing that's like really strange. After we get back, do you remember when Ronnie said that Sammy can make her own decisions? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like the biggest lie that's been said on this show. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, he, I. Ronnie changed his name to Sammy legally. <laughs> well, okay, so like the context of this is is that Sammy got invited out to go hang out with JWoww and Ryder and uh Snooky. Like yeah. Snooky invited her out. Which it was nice of Snooky to do. Yes, it was, yeah. Uh and Sammy didn't she said no. Uh but then she felt like she needed to talk to Ronnie about it or ask Ronnie's permission, which is like really weird because didn't Ronnie kind of like design their relationship around her needing him? Yeah, he battered her into that situation. Into yeah, that, he's complaining about it. Yeah, and he's like, "You come on, you can make your own. You could." That one does not involve like me, so you you figure that one out. Yeah, I just don't want to hear you complain about it. But if I'm involved in it, I make the choice. Yeah, he's like, "I just don't want to talk to you." Yeah, or have anything to do with you, really. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. But she didn't want to go with us. She she even mentioned she appreciated that Snooky invited her, but she didn't want to be a... Like a third wheel. A third wheel, but I guess like a fourth wheel, because like Snooky and Ryder are like a dynamic duo. So then it would likely be like Sam having to hang out with JWoww. Uh, which she was not up for, especially with Jay Wow's uh, anti-apology that she yeah. gave. Yeah, that makes sense. It'd be like being asked on like a really bad blind date, but you know what's coming. Yeah, uh, it's Vinny. <laughs> oh shit! Well, the ultimate mistake. Their their outing is that they go and do day drinking at a boomer bar again, right? Mm. I think. Well, they they did that it's a pool bar, I think. Both times, or was it just one time? I think that the place that they are going is like a place where you can lay out by the pool and have a drink. Okay. Yeah. This whole episode is like a Groundhog Day or like a Majora's Mask to me. Yeah. Or it's just the same shit. They're at like a sports bar earlier dancing. Okay. So what was this time when they went out to the on day drinking? To go drink with them at a place. At a pool bar. Got yeah, it. they went day drinking the day before, and then they're going day drinking again. And okay. then after the sequence is when they were making like, uh, like really dogs. disgusting like mayonnaise... Uh, cottage cheese 
in a blender drinks. Yeah. Well, that, that the second outing is when we learn that Ryder and Snooky have their own baby language. Yeah, which is grunts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they uh they speak to each other like minions. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I think is very appropriate. Ugh. Wah. Ra yeah. ra. Rap rap rap. Rumba ba. Gaga ba. ba. Ring ding 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 ding. Ring ba ba. They did do a ring ding ding thing I think at one yeah. point. Like Sam did from Crazy Frog. They're fucking crazy frogging. Yeah. Ba, 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 ba. The international party language, Crazy Frog. Shout out to Crazy Frog. Uh, liked one of our tweets, I think. Ring ding. The Crazy Frog? Yeah, the Crazy Frog. You tell me the Crazy Frog liked our shit? Uh, it's because I retweeted something Crazy Frog said. So, oh. <laughs> shout out. Uh, you can definitely tell Crazy Frog is desperately trying to make a comeback crazy frog we might need a new intro to kind of jump off season three that'd be fun if you're listening i'll, I'll tweet at you when this episode goes live and say hey we talked yeah. about you in our podcast you remember those commercials where it's like text this number for the crazy frog ringtone yes man bah, bah. <laughs> <laughs> what a uh what a lost art yeah making a comeback i guess pay 5.99 for this crazy frog ringtone yeah Unless you got a jailbroken phone. Yeah. <laughs> you can plug your phone into a computer I get my and put ringtones on it. I haven't had a personalized ringtone. My phone is just constantly on mute because I don't want to fucking look at it. Yeah, I don't want to know what you have to say, phone. I don't want I don't want calls from anybody. I <laughs> just like the opposite of me from like ten years ago, so or not even that, probably five years ago. Phones make me anxious. I love those novelty ringtones that are like, you've just called the baddest bitch on earth. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's like a fucking nuclear siren. (laughs) That's fun. You shouldn't have called me. (laughs) You're sitting in public just watching this person fumble with their phone as they're embarrassed to answer it because they forgot they left the ringer on. Or if it goes off during a funeral. (laughs) Yeah. It goes uh, out during the funeral. This is God. <laughs> uh, Pick up the goddamn phone. It's me, God. Someone fucking turn off your ringer. We're trying to do this. We're trying to remember your aunt. Turn that off. Do, do you think that the when they ran into Mike and Polly out on the street that that was a coincidence, or do you think that that was a a plant? Probably a coincidence. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think that where they live or where the share houses for the season there's a lot of like just shopping in the area yeah because it kind of seems like uh like the condo is like within the property of like an outdoor mall or something mm-hmm. um so they could have just been out doing shit and ran into each other mike gives Snooky a kiss on like the forehead or something or was it on yeah. the lips it was, it was either on the the cheek or the forehead i don't think it was yeah. a lip it was okay like, <laughs> that comes later <laughs> yeah spoilers yeah, but he he's like, yeah, Both sorry about non-consensual. So, uh, sorry about the club. I was drunk, and then she's like, uh, "Excuse me, <laughs> we need to talk about call, this." You fat. <sighs> I apologized. What more do you want? <laughs> Just let me say I'm sorry. Uh huh. Yeah, it was a little quick uh, interaction, and then yeah. after that, then Snooky's complaining to Ryder about Mike. Yeah, and it was weird because, like, it's almost that they use this as a transition to get them to the club again because they yeah. go to 
uh, was it Tantra at after all of this? But like, I think so. Mike, like in in the conversation, says, "Hey, we're going to Tantra tonight. Do you want to come?" And it's that way they can just like hit the fast forward button after this and get us to the club. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Mike was at it again at the club two nights in a row, being a huge dickhead. Yeah. Yes. He starts it off. He observes Ramona came to the club as well. Uh, so Ramona is hitting it off with Vinny again uh, for cash money. And <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That just puts a whole different tone on the whole thing. Uh-huh. And when Vinny goes to the little boy's room, uh, <laughs> Mike steps in and starts hitting on Ramona. She's not having it because she has a contract signed with the producers that she's with Vinny. <laughs> she's, like, looking at the cameraman. She's like, can I? She's got a fucking blood oath medallion thing, like, from John Wick. Uh-huh. She's like, I can't get out of this. If this would have happened in the Rarest Rose episode, like it, based off of the pers- personality of Ramona from that, could you have expected her to act the way that she is in this episode about Vinny? No. Yeah. There's no way she's not getting paid or at least something. There's some kind of transaction happening that is getting her to act this way towards Vinny because she clearly had no interest in him mm-hmm. in the well, previous episode. That doesn't necessarily mean that she had interest in Mike either. She's probably like, no. hey, listen, I'm at work right now. Yeah. Um, well, listen, if we're going to do this, I'm going to need to get my lawyer involved first. Read through the documents. I have a fucking going rate, and I don't know if you can afford it. That was probably the slobberiest, robberiest <sighs> robbery that Mike has pulled because it was like he was just fumbling. He's off his game because he's on Quaaludes yeah. or whatever. Yeah, the the drugs have affected his jowls to the point where it's kind of hard to understand him. Yes, he's got the mush mouth like, uh, uh, what's his name? Jeff Bridges. Mm. Just talking with his gums. It's fucking reversed Benjamin Button. Yes. I think this kind of shows that Mike is off his game. He's been successful with this kind of stuff before, but like when this didn't work, he took it like personally. He's just like watching Vinny and Ramona dance. Like in spite. Earlier in this episode, you talked about how there was like a lot of like American Psycho stuff. Didn't this happen in American Psycho? There was like a girl that the the main guy was interested in, but she wasn't paying attention to him, and he was like fucking furious. Uh huh. No, this this was like Mike was looking at uh, Vinny's business card and sweating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Got eggshell. It's perfect. It's called bone. Perfectly proportioned. By God, he even has a watermark. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> return some tapes. <laughs> fucking Polly D shows off his fucking tribal tattoo covered business card, and Mike's just like, How fucking untasteful can you be? <laughs> and then he looks at Vinny's business card. Jesus Christ. That's fun. It's a boss's son. That's how he gets all the benefits. He can have the shitty business card. <laughs> Look at Danny's business card. <laughs> press this in his my own t shirt press. Danny Allen. I'll take you out to dinner anywhere you want, uh, Ramona. You just you just tell me. I would like to go to Dorcia. <laughs> Did you just say Dorcia? Dorcia. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, I'm and then instead it. of calling Dorcia, he calls for like a wood chipper rental. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to have one, please. <laughs> the real good stuff. I want the nice cut. Okay. It's going to have a lot of shit in it. (laughs) When Mike first approached it, Ramona thought he wanted a battle, which is fun because I think Ramona learned what battling was right before 
Mike came over, like maybe Vinny had told her about it. Uh-huh. He's like, hey, people might come up and try to battle you out here. It's like fucking Bade Blade. Pokemon. Yeah, it's like Pokemon. Bade Blade. Yeah, and, uh, and she's like, oh, that's really fun. And then Mike comes over, and she's like, oh, he wants to battle me. This will be fun. I I don't know. That kind of made it a little more fun, the way she was reacting to it. But then, like, she saw right through the the cloud, the wool. And was she's like, a businesswoman, of course. Yeah. She's getting straight to the straight to the point and was like, "Oh no, he's he's gonna he's gonna try to uh, sexually assault me." Uh yeah, because Mike had been, did. like pinning women up against the wall like earlier. Yeah, and they're like, "Dude, we're just trying to have fun. Like, leave us alone." Mike's on drugs. I I so Mike is on drugs allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, you gotta say Mike is on drugs allegedly. Allegedly, but I don't want that to be a cop out for his behavior. We, yeah. we're, we're saying, like, this isn't the normal Mike, but this is still a version of Mike. So he's still doing this. Yeah. No, it's so, a, he's, uh, I mean, yeah, he's showing his true Mike. colors. Mike yeah. 2.0. So not, let's not, like, segment this off in our brain that this is, like, bad Mike because it's still Mike. It's it's normal Mike. Yeah. Um, it's a good call. But he fails the robbery, mm-hmm. and he's just, like, glaring at him glaring at everyone in the club and it's even making like it's making paulie uncomfortable because he's like did did he seriously just try to do that to Vinny? what a piece of shit uh yeah ronnie is starting to get uncomfortable uh that's wild and when you know ronnie's just like i'm seeing it in my boy's face and he's like furious and like uh i don't know something's up with mike it's like he did a bunch of cocaine or something <laughs> uh-huh Mike fucking goes into the back room and Danny's in there. You don't want any part of this, Mike. I think I want to try some of that cocaine. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mike got into the fridge and he drank the Ron Ron juice instead of the not Ron juice yeah. that he clearly labels for other people in the house. <laughs> There's just a Ron Ron and then not Ron. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, did you drink Ron Ron or not Ron? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I couldn't tell. It looked like it was written by a preschooler. <laughs> Ronnie's like, I thought it'd be funny if I printed it off in Wingdings. I think it's weird that this is like the first time we've talked about Ronnie. In a while. Yeah, at least in this episode. So many other villains have showed up. Because Ronnie has been very successful at avoiding (laughs) capture. (laughs) It's amazing. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Right. Yeah. He'll lose that ability at some point in the future. It looks like the next episode. Or um, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, but he's like just kind of like dodged all of this. So yeah, it's weird we're talking about Ronnie. I'm glad that we're not talking about the Ronnie Sammy thing. Yeah, daily. Uh, but we'll see. Now we're talking about uh the 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 villainous Mike. Well, the, one of the most villainous things he does in this episode is he just grabs Snooky and kisses her. I like a long kiss. Yeah. Which uh, you could tell Snooky was not into. Uh, based, and I'm basing this off of the fact that afterwards she said, "I'm not into this." Uh huh. That's really astute of you. She knows yeah. what's going on. Mike is striking out, and he's wanting to get grabby with me. And then he gets his hit in because he slaps her in the face, mm-hmm. which was weird. I don't fully understand. That seems like a cocaine thing. Like she's talking, and then he slaps her in the mouth, mm. and then. They're like, yeah, Mike's been kind of creepy lately, <laughs> more so than usual. Lately. Mike's off. What's going on with Mike? 
Mike needs to go to rehab. Yeah, it's like he's on drugs. I don't know. It's uh, the, I mean, this is pretty much the end of not Mike, but the episode. The Jersey Shore. Yeah, this is kind of like when you see, like, this is when you learn that Santa's dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, this is like when your your innocence is taken from you. Is yeah. When the ep- season two episode eleven. What's the name of this episode? <laughs> girls gonna uh, give it to you. Uh, girls like that. Girls like that. This yeah. is when the innocence dies. Santa's dead. It's not Santa Claus who went down your chimney last year. It was a crackhead that your dad yeah. beat with a crowbar. <laughs> yeah. That could be a fun movie. This is when you find out that Santa has all that energy to deliver packages all over the world uh-huh. because he's also smuggling Colombian Bam Bam. Yeah. <laughs> I, this is the good shit, Rudolph. After your dad beat that crackhead down who came down the chimney, uh, it stained his uh, white hoodie completely red. Yeah. So then the boy's like, Santa? This is suspiciously like the Jeff the Killer creepypasta. Uh, suspiciously. Suspiciously. I do, I, I really like the visual of the Christmas dinner Dead or the Santa? night before Christmas. And then uh, you guys are all sitting around the Christmas, not you guys, but like just in general, like people are sitting around the Christmas tree, opening the present before the present of the next day. And uh, then the crackhead comes down the chimney. Mm-hmm. And dad just happens to have gotten a new crowbar for Christmas. <laughs> and uh, it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> used to take advantage of it. Stand my ground. Stand my ground. Yeah. Puts on his warrior's hat. <laughs> dad for years always called that his favorite crowbar. Uh-huh. Swing away, daddy. Swing away. He said, that's the best president I ever got. Yeah. And I got away with it because that man was on drugs recreates that scene from old boy where he pulls that dude's teeth out with the hammer fuck <laughs> with the crowbar you until <laughs> not a bit of him was moving not even his mouth <laughs> <laughs> not a crackhead was stirring <laughs> came down the chimney without care <laughs> and he didn't know my dad with a crowbar would be there <laughs> Let's transplant the crackhead with the Grinch, yeah. with the Jim Carrey Grinch. That he was a fucking crackhead in that movie. <laughs> he was going down the chimney to have sex with the mayor's wife, uh-huh. <laughs> like a fucking true hero, the anti-patriot. Oh, fuck the mayor's wife. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it, stupid? Who's the mayor of Whoville now? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Your husband's got my vote. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Jim Carrey's just doing fucking Michael Myers bits. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Michael Myers did it again in The Cat in the Hat. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That movie's disturbing. Yeah, that's a. After this, we move in. After all the crackhead stuff. Yeah, it's a tickler. We get to see the next time. Uh, Why why was J.O.L. going to cry? Because Mike, at the end of that, this episode, after Mike's like, uh, Snooky, we have to leave, and like slapped yeah. her and stuff. Then he went over to Wow. He's like, Wow, we have to leave. You either leave or you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, and she's like, wait, hold on, what? It's called Fuck You, We're Leaving. Because <laughs> there's plenty of uh, uh, fish in the sea. Yeah. I'm locking the door when I get home, yeah. and I know all of you do not have a key. <laughs> uh, so, so she was crying because of that? Maybe she's just like Mike's. He's so fucking horrible. I hate him. Yeah, 
So Mike is again everyone. He's the new Angelina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the void has been filled. Yeah, he sucks. The prophecy. Uh huh. Um, then there's a fire. Yeah, Snooky or Mike start it while they're cooking. I don't know yeah, who. Probably Mike. Yeah, probably to divert attention away from himself, like mid conversation. That's smart. If you ever are in a scenario where you need to not have people pay attention to you, starting a fire in front of you is a good idea. Because mm-hmm. people will look at fire. People like fire. Yeah, and they'll look at all the 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 sexy firemen. Yeah, you've heard that. You remember in Prometheus when he gave the gift of fire to to man or mm-hmm. whatever. He got the gift of fire, and then all those sexy firemen showed up. Uh-huh. Put the you fire shouldn't out. have that. What? The greatest gift. <laughs> you shouldn't have that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who gave you this? I bought it on eBay. Mike had to, after his Promethean story, he has to push that fucking crack rock up that hill mm-hmm. for the rest of eternity. Ah. You know, a, a rolling crack rock gathers no moss. <laughs> so. Snooki's going to climb inside a fireman yeah. next episode. And I think she's <laughs> probably going to be on the ladder of one of the, the fire trucks and she's going to get stuck. That's my guess. A fireman with a respirator is coming into the building. And all of a sudden, he's like, man, so they said Snooki was in, in here. Where is she? And then one of them goes, oh, my God. And they turn to him. And he's, like, freaking out. What's wrong? She's in my suit. <laughs> and then you see her head in the face mask with the other guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> get it out. Get it out. Get it out. That's terrifying. I could also picture there's going to be a scene in it where she slides down, like, a fire pole. And you hear, like, that, like, noise, like, the whee, like, going uh-huh. down it with her. <laughs> And then, like, after she's all the way down, you look at the fire pole and it's covered in, like, fucking ectoplasm. Yeah, ecto- and, like, skid marks. Yeah. <laughs> so there's some content there, I think. Yeah. That'll be good. Oh, and then the the last thing is there's Polly finds two girls yeah. that are wet already, and he's like, this is going to be great. And then uh, the girl very vindictively says she doesn't hook up, she doesn't drink, she doesn't have sex. And okay. Mike's, like looks over the top of his sunglasses like, are you for real? Uh-huh. <laughs> like all three of those things? Yeah. And then he calls her a cab. He found me outside the monastery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he calls her a cab. And I guess, is that going to screw things up for Polly? I don't know, man. I mean, Polly, like, he lives off of Mike's bad uh, decisions. Like a parasite. Yeah. Parasite D. Yeah. What are those uh, those fish that stick to sharks? Sucker fish. It's yeah, sure. Like that, it has the word rem in it. I think rem, rem, rem fish, rem fish. But yeah, it's one of those. Like he's one of those. He just like clings to him and then eats all the bacteria. That might be a thing. Get over here, you rem fish. Yeah, it's a cryptid. That's pretty much the tickler for the next episode. So yes, I mean that's pretty much that. That's it, folks. <laughs> that's all. That's all, folks. Season two, episode eleven. Girls like that. Three uh, more episodes, right? Included. And we're done with the season. Yeah, I think so. And then we will do another award ceremony, I the assume. Jersey Shore pageant. The pageant, yes. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have the swimsuit contest. We're going to have the... Uh, Sam's going to wear a suit and sing like they do at the actual pageants. Yeah. Sam's going to dress exactly like Steve Harvey. <laughs> I wish I could own a suit like that. I have yeah. one suit that I call my Steve Harvey suit that I got married in. Nice. Mm-hmm. I want more suits like that. I need. Yeah. I need a. I want a fucking shiny suit. Shiny, shiny suits suit? are fun. 
Yeah, like a shiny suit. Like a sequins? No, not necessarily sequins, just like a like a shiny material. Like sometimes you'll see like a like a black suit, but it'll be like slightly shiny. Yeah. I need one of those. It's a very like nineties power suit kind of a suit. Yeah. I would like to point out, as our very passionate listeners may know, yes. we've been begging, begging, pleading for an email. It happened. We received one. And yeah. not just from the debt collectors. The debt collectors. Yeah. Yeah. We received an email uh, from a fan. Fan. Cassie. 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 Uh, you, you won. Uh, you've completed the first uh, stage of our puzzle. Congratulations. Yep. Now it's time for the riddle. Uh-huh. <laughs> on the way on riddles.com. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> um, no, seriously, Cassie, thank you. That was really cool. Yeah. It brightened really nice. our day up. Uh, so forever, uh, Cassie is our biggest fan. I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth. I'm sorry. But you've earned the, the honorary title of biggest Gorilla Juice fan of the Juice Cast. The biggest Gorilla Juice Cast fan of our podcast. It's a great title to have. Yeah. You can just like reward that however you want. We didn't, we've never expected to get an email. So, no. yeah. Uh, thank you again, Cassie. Yep. Uh, and if you want to be as cool as Cassie, you can send us an email. We're yes. begging for a second email. Yeah. We need a second one. And if Cassie, if you want to send a second one too, that's fine. We have, okay. So, first, we have a Twitter, which is at ggjuicecast on twitter.com. We also have an Instagram, which is at gorillajuicecast. And then we have an email. Which is gorilla juice cast at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. And you can send us an email at that, or you can tweet at us or do something on I don't know what you do on Instagram, I guess comment Interact on Interact with us. Get yeah. our attention. We like interactions. If you know anyone who was on the Jersey Shore, if you know any of the cast members just offhand, maybe like leave them little sticky notes with the name of our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> We'd be more than happy to speak with them. Uh-huh. Either digitally or on the show. Even Angelina. Even Angelina. <laughs> Even Angelina. And if you're a friends with Angelina Pavonik Army, uh, how do you say your Angelina's last name? Pavarnik. Pavarnik. If you're friends with the Angelina Pavarnik Army, they seem like pretty cool people. I don't know why I'm giving them a shout out. They seem like actual scumbags, but uh, they followed us <laughs> back on Twitter. So, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to believe. None of us do. That's why we look to celebrities like the cast from the Jersey Shore to make opinions for us. And then we can follow them blindly, regardless of what their ideals are. I mean, it's working out pretty great for us. We got one email. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you, Cassie. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Thanks. See you next week. Big thank you to Cassie and to everyone else who didn't send us an email. You get a regular size thank you. Yeah. Yes. Written on a fucking cardboard sign. <laughs> you get a Skyrider. Yes. Have some fucking crazy bastard in a biplane pulling a giant tarp that says Gorilla Juice Cast now. <laughs> People are like, what the fuck does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? I don't know if we'll ever know. <laughs>